Online from New York City, border to border and coast to coast, you're connected with Tom Sullivan. Oh, look at that. Uh, here we are gathered around on this Monday. Today is the seventh day of November, year of our Lord, 2022. My name is Tom Sullivan. And so, and so, I can't do another day of this. I don't think I can do another. Oh, I have to do another day. Okay. All right. So uh, today uh, we talk about what do you think is going to happen tomorrow? Then tomorrow we talk about what do you think's happening? And then the next day, uh, Wednesday, we talk about uh, look what happened. And there, there is essentially, uh, well, it's election week. And so, I mean, I've been through a few of these things. And uh, at this point, I there isn't, well, I'll ask again. I, I put the pitch out there on Friday. I got no bites. Uh, but I'll, I'll pitch again. Is there anybody out there who is undecided on, on how you're going to vote? Is there anybody out there that feels like you could be persuaded to vote for the other person? Because um, we keep hearing about the persuadables, we keep hearing about the undecideds. I- I'm thinking to myself, they're just, they're just, they're just lying. They're just not. They're not telling the truth. I mean, at this point, is the, there's nothing that a candidate or a pundit can say that hasn't already been said a million billion times. So what do you do at this point? I mean, it gets to be um, a turnoff, but I know. But we're here to uh, plot on through. We've got we've got uh, all that business about the latest in politics. We've got uh, update for uh, Pennsylvania, for Georgia. Um, oh, and and no, I don't have a, a ticket for. <laughs> For the uh, Powerball lottery, should I go? Buy, should I go buy one? Here's here's my financial questions uh, that I need uh, some financial advice on. Uh, should I go spend two dollars on the chance to win two billion? I mean, Luis and I were talking about it. And he said it would be almost irresponsible to not spend two dollars on the chance of getting two billion. But your chances are like. A bazillion to one. And the other thing I don't understand about the $1.9 billion, $1.9 billion award, I, the other thing I don't understand about that is uh, how, I don't know how many drawings they have had where they've come up with no winner. Now, I know there's some that win a million dollars or something if you get five of the six numbers. Um, which I'd be, I'd be, that's a, that's a decent return, a, a million on $2. But the take home, uh, if you, if you do the, the annuity over the 20 some years, you get the 900, it's $929 million, but it's growing as people buy tickets. Uh, you immediately have to have withheld 223 million. And, that doesn't cover all the tax. 
then because it will put you in the top bracket, that'll that'll mean that that's the that's the default twenty four percent withholding two hundred twenty three million. Then you got to pay the uh, Fed, the IRS, another one hundred twenty one million on that. So they get three hundred and forty four million dollars. The IRS. I don't know what your state charges for some. There's like five states that uh, it's if you buy a lottery ticket in that state, they don't tax you on it. But the other states say, oh, yeah, we want our share. So for without considering what the states get, you would wind up with almost $2 billion in, in winnings. You would take home $585 million. Um, somebody in your New York City, because we have we have to pay federal tax. We've got to pay New York state tax and we got to pay New York City income tax. So in New York City, uh, two billion turns into four hundred and fifty million. Now, is four hundred and fifty million life changing? Uh, Pretty much. Yes, I would say so. Uh, But. I still, I, I, I talked about this last week. We were up to some $1.5 billion or something. I, I'm just going, this is just the government ripping you off. It's a, it's a perfect example to look and say, why does the government get to take so much of your money? This is exactly the same percentages that you get taken from your, from your pay. It's just bigger numbers, so it seems more outrageous, but it's the same outrage is why does the federal government have, and your state government, take so much money for them? It is a ripoff. I don't know how else you can say it. But everybody, boy, if you walked away with four or five hundred million dollars, you would not complain. You go, oh, I'm so grateful. Thank you, Lord. I don't think God blesses lotteries. But anyway, you would, you would not complain. You say, I'm going to take my four hundred, five hundred million dollars, put it in the bank, and I'm going to live like a, like a king or a queen or whatever. You, you, I, I don't know. I, I still, I look at this and I think it's just, it's just amazing. Two billion dollars turns into four hundred fifty million. Where else? Where else could you find something that works that way? So, so I got the financial advice I need. Should I go spend two dollars on the chance to win two billion, which really is four hundred fifty million? Jeez. And then the other question I have for you is: Should I spend eight dollars um, for a? For, I got a blue check mark. I don't. I think. I think I get to keep my blue check mark with Twitter. You notice, folks, how I'm starting with anything other than politics? We'll get to politics. We'll, we will. Trust me, we will. We got a, a stack a mile high of politics stuff. But um, I still find the whole Twitter thing fascinating because people are having meltdowns over some guy, the richest guy in the world buying Twitter. And if it works out, great. If he improves it, great. If he doesn't improve it, great. If he ruins it and it it collapses, he shuts it down, great. What difference does it make? People are acting like like you're killing their first child or something. Anyway, 
So I don't know about I, – I do not plan um, – let me, let me just give you uh, – thank you for the financial advice, but uh, I am – I have no reason to spend $8 uh, to have a blue check mark. And the other thing about it is if you give the guy – it's dollars a month, by the way. I thought it was just you give him 8 bucks and, and uh, that's it. No, it's $8 a month, but now there's so much confusion. He fired all those people on Friday – now he's rehired uh, most of them today. Um, it does seem like he's he's melting down. And the eight dollars, uh, what's that all about? And then eight dollars a month? Are you going to spend? And if so, so why don't? Who was it? Oh, uh, what's her name? Kathy. Um, ah, her last name. The redhead that got bounced off of Twitter because she had a Kathy Griffin, because she had a, a, a fake uh, decapitated head of Donald Trump. Remember that? And she went away, but I, I guess she's still working somewhere doing stand up. but she um, apparently created an account, uh, Elon Musk. And so Elon Musk said, you cannot impersonate somebody else off my, off my Twitter. You are banned. So she got banned for doing that. But I'm thinking, why don't you, I don't know, who do you want to be? Pay the guy eight bucks and you can be the Pope. Pay the guy eight bucks and you can be Joe Biden. You can be whoever you want. If you pay him eight bucks, they give you a blue check mark, which says that you're, le- you're legit. How do they know you're not the Pope? So all that stuff is, um, it just seems... I have no idea what that's going to wind up looking like, but I'm interested. I find it interesting to see what that that whole operation is going to look like when he's done messing with it. It does seem like a like a train wreck, though, doesn't it? Um, but he's such a smart guy. That doesn't mean he's perfect. He's he's not the richest man in the world by accident. He started PayPal, and then he started Tesla, and then he started. SpaceX, and then he starts, I mean, it's just everything that he's touched seems like it works. So I don't know where uh, where you want to go with all this today, but um, it's a strange, It's a, it just feels strange. It just seems like we're waiting for something big to happen tomorrow. I don't know if it will. Nobody does. There's a lot of people that have been telling the pollsters lies, I believe. So they're they're just um, messing with uh, with the system. So we'll find out. Well, well, hopefully we'll find out tomorrow night. Um, not for those of you in Pennsylvania, you still have to wait. Um, what's this? Martin sends me a tweet already. Follow me on Twitter at Sullivan Radio. It's I'm still there. I still got a blue check mark. Do I? I don't know. Yes, I do. Um, since I yes, Twitter's still there and it's still working. Martin says, "Who cares what the odds are for a measly two dollars with no ticket? You have no chance." Uh, which is, I mean, Martin, you should be the spokesman for uh, for the lottery. Because, yeah, you have to, you have, what, what do they say? You have to play to win. So the odds, what, what, are, what are the difference between spent, buying 
$2 worth, which is one line of numbers. Or spend $4, and there's two lines of numbers. Or spend 6 or 8 or 10 get 20 lines. Or five lines, I'm sorry, for 10 bucks. The odds are infinitesimal. They're exact, almost exactly the same. It's like... It's like way out there, like uh, nine decimal points or something, the difference between all that. So we've got the lottery. We've got Pennsylvania. We've got Georgia. We've got the president once again wanting to ban fossil fuel. And I'll come back and tell you about that. 855-295-6600. Yes. Um, I, this is the third time I've called. Should I hold or what do I do? All right, let's get this week underway. Uh, oh, by the way, also, uh, besides Election Day tomorrow and talking about what happened on Wednesday, on Thursday we get the um, Consumer Price Index for the month of October, the inflation rate. So we'll see what well, that's going to be Yeah, that's after the election. That comes in on Thursday. Uh, phone number is 855 6600. I got to get, well, let me get a phone call in, but I want to uh, get to this business about what Joe Biden said over the weekend about no more oil drilling. No, no more oil. Um, no more drilling. I mean, he couldn't have made, he was shouting. This is, he was, he was, he was uh, in, in uh, Bronxville, New York, which is a lovely community in Westchester County just north of New York City, by Yonkers, that area. And um, he said, I mean, this is, this is him driving home. Do you wonder why they don't want him on the, on the stump? He said, we're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar, also providing tax credits to help families buy energy-efficient appliances. What is wrong with this man? He's pitching energy-efficient appliances and saying, we're going to shut down for all of you in West Virginia and Pennsylvania and Ohio and all the places where we get coal and drilling, and we're going to shut it all down. We're going to have wind and solar. So that wasn't the end of it. No, 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 no. So then he, he's over. This this is um, over in Bronxville on uh, last night. He was there to um, do a pitch for Kathy Hochul, who is getting a lot of heat. Um, I know it's a Democrat state, so she'll probably win. But um, she's. I, I hope Lee Zeldin pulls a surprise off. But here's here's a Biden uh, last night. Uh, a environmentalist, somebody that's a, a climate person, started shouting at him. Climate protester started shouting at him, and he looked visibly annoyed. And here is what he said. Cut 20. There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new new drilling. That was before I was president. Yeah. Some this 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 climate person shouting at him, and he looked really upset. No more drilling. 
There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new drilling. Uh, that was before I was uh, pres uh, president. So that's how he really feels. That's He wants to do away with... He's repeated it over and over and over again. So just remember that next time you're getting your gas, paying for groceries, paying the utility bill for your house. 855-295-6600. Roger in uh, Merrick Island, Florida. Hello, Roger. Hello, Tom. Thanks for taking Hi. my call. Uh, you bet. My theory about... The eight dollar fee for the blue check mark, uh, yeah. of course, to to make money. But I also think that these people who set up these bots, I guess they're hacker type people that open up uh, ten thousand thirty accounts and make their opinions scatter through the accounts like ten thousand right. people. Uh, they right. would get popped eight bucks a piece, and I think that is going to put the kibosh on a lot of that sort of thing and if they try and do it without a check mark i think sooner or later people are just going to realize that if it doesn't have a blue check mark it's just probably garbage well so what but I but if i but but i i was reading a story i'll get to her in a bit hillary rosen uh was talking big big democrat uh spokesperson she uh when she was running a uh, lobbyist firm, but for her clients, she bought 500,000 uh, fake accounts on Twitter. So right. if you are willing to spend money to have a fake account, you would be willing to spend $8, I suspect. I don't think that's going to change per a each. thing. I, per huh? each? I'm, well, I think each one of those accounts did hit 8 bucks if it, if it carried a blue check. But but so, I'm telling you, I this lobbyist this lobbyist firm, I don't know what they paid for the five hundred thousand bots, but it had to be a pretty good sized check. That didn't bother them. Yeah. Just the cost of doing business. Well, I still think it'll tone it down some. The uh, the the guy sitting in his pajamas in his mom's basement. Uh, kind yeah, of he a, won't. That type yeah. of guy that would yeah. put them out of business. I'm yeah, that's that's true. Connect and engage with Tom Sullivan on air, online, on demand. Primetime, all the time, with Tom Sullivan. Uh, Primetime it is. So let's, let's review. Um, Pennsylvania is a really, really, really important state uh, this election. Um, they were the last time, too, but uh, this one is another important election. And energy is a big deal there. And fracking and coal. They've got a lot of coal. They've got a lot of fracking. There's a lot of people in Lehigh Valley. There's a lot of people just outside Bethlehem. Uh, and they're, they are paying attention. So Joe Biden literally says, uh, no more drilling. 
There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new drilling. And then the other answer was, um, we're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar. Also providing tax credits for families to buy energy-efficient appliances. This is his closing argument. So he's, 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 he's basically showing the real cards. Of he is, he wants to shut all these these uh, fossil fuel companies down. He's he's said it more than once. About time somebody started believing him. So, he, not content to just kill coal while campaigning, but he also issues a direct threat uh, to the oil industry. We're going to shut you down. So I ask you again, if you are an investor, would you want to invest in building a refinery? Uh, spending money on drilling, buying the equipment to uh, find oil under under our feet, takes millions and millions of dollars for every hole. Eight five five two nine five sixty six hundred. Keith in uh, Port Huron, Michigan. Hello, Keith. Welcome. Hi, Tom. I'm a real fan. I I appreciate your common sense. However, I have a question for you, please. My question is, if you learned that in 40 years, our continued reliance on oil and coal would result in the destruction of one half of humanity, would you agree we've got to stop that reliance? Would you change your mind? Okay, so uh, b- by the by the wording of your question, um, half of our population would be dead in forty years because of our half, reliance. Half of the world would. Yeah, yeah, half the world. Okay, so it's a hypothetical, but it obviously uh, says that you you believe that would be a possibility. I, I think it. that's a possibility, uh, but uh, oil, coal, we, we we can't continue. We can't do it. We've, we've been doing find... it. We've been doing it for. I don't know when did they come up with oil and gas. I, I have no idea, but I mean, uh, let's let's talk about say nine, uh, the the late eighteen hundreds. So we have been doing this for. 130, 40 years. Um, Absolutely, and we're, we're destroying our planet. And we, we're finally now so? realizing that. I we just don't, don't want to go through I, do, I have not realized that, Keith. That's the problem. I respect you, you and your opinion, but I, am, I, I just don't know why I don't see that. It's not even well, in the realm of possibilities. The fires, the floods, uh, what's going on with our world? What's going to okay. happen? All right, all right. Let's go. Let's let's go to the fires and the floods. So, th- they have all these. Um, it's interesting. I, I'm sure your local weather people there in Michigan will talk about if you have a in the summertime a record hot day. They will. They, or one that maybe for tomorrow, and they put up um, the dates of the of the hottest days ever in Port Huron. And you look at them, and the way it works here is they put them up, and there's 
Uh, 2007 was the previous record, and there was another record in 1998, and then there was another record in 1858, and another record in 1840. And I'm going, wait, 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 wait. So this this record hot day happened, it may break the record that was set back in the 1800s before automobiles were even on this planet. So how could that be that they had they had these record hot and hurricanes? We should go get Joe Bastardi and get him on the line. He will give he will regale you with dates that go back further than than eighteen hundreds of hurricanes. So do you and we are not undergoing substantial climate change? I know I I under I believe that we are undergoing climate change, but not anything substantial. Um, it has been warming for a long time. It will continue to warm. I mean, otherwise, how did we get out of the ice age unless the the planet warmed? The question, Keith, that nobody has been able to give me a definitive answer on is how much of the warming is due to the regular cycle of the universe and the Earth and how much is due to mankind? Excellent what percentage? But enough of it is a result of mankind that we We don't know in. that. We don't know that. Well, I think you do. A okay. Substantial a part of our problems are human caused. Do, do you say no to that? Yes, because again, if if it was human caused, then why did we have these wild weather records back in the 1800s? Before there were, before there were refineries, before there was gas and oil companies, before there were automobiles, how did that happen? The glaciers weren't dying in the 1800s, were they? They're dying what was now. Done? The glaciers, glaciers that were losing all around Earth, the North, Antarctica, uh, water rising level—it's uh, scary. Well, I, I got to tell you, I, I've seen those reports. I've also seen reports refuting it. And this is where I get into most science scientists are on uh, the they get their money from somebody who has an agenda. That's why you will find one scientist telling you this is going to kill mankind and another scientist saying, no, it won't. They're bought and paid for by agendas. I I just I'm just trying to use common sense and I go yeah it the earth is warming and it's not the end of the world if the oceans rise a couple of feet I'm sorry for those of you that live on the ocean you're going to have to build some kind of wall they're doing that are in you, Miami in New York are Yes in New York Isn't there going to yeah, be no, a problem in New York City they 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 keep ta- they keep talking about it, but they don't do anything. They want to build some uh, walls down by Battery Park uh, because we get flooding down there whenever there's a, a big storm. Uh, but that's you know so fine. Build the walls. Uh, if if corn doesn't grow in Iowa in a hundred years, it'll be growing in in Alberta. I mean, it's just. It's not the end of the world. I can't believe that. I, I just do not understand how people believe that. But, I, I again, I, I respect your call. I respect your opinion. I just 
can't get there logically. Just can't, Keith. Well, I enjoy I enjoy your program. I enjoy your viewpoint. But I think when you get off the air today and you start thinking about all this and that Antarctica glacier tomorrow, you're going to come back on and you're going to say, you know what, Keith was right. No, I, I, I wouldn't. I. I wouldn't put a big bet on it. That bet may pay off as well as the lottery. Nothing. Anyway, <laughs> Keith, thank you. You're you're a gentleman, and I appreciate the way you you uh, uh, teed this this subject up. Eight five five two nine five sixty six hundred. Short break. We'll be right back. Man, I'm getting. Hey, warm. hi Tom. Listen to oh, almost twenty years, and have never once called or emailed you. Well. What took you so long? <laughs> You're with Tom. Well, this all started because Joe Biden uh, uh, twice over the weekend, once on Friday and once uh, Friday night, once uh, last night, uh, saying basically reiterating his war on oil and gas. Uh, He has a war. I mean, he was shouting at this guy last night in uh, Bronxville, New York, talking about the fact that hold on. Let me let me quote him right here. Um. The guy, the guy, the pro, the climate protester shouted, "No more drilling!" And Biden looked really irritable, and he said, "There is no more drilling. I haven't formed any new drilling." And then the other night, we're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar, also providing tax credits to help families buy energy efficient appliances. That was his big, I mean, he just stepped in it for the Democrats. If you were wondering, especially in Pennsylvania, where this is a big industry, if you were wondering, is this really true? Does he really have a war war on oil and gas? He is adamant about this. So because Keith called, uh, by the way, it's 75 degrees right now in New York City. They expect it to get up to 77 in Central Park in a couple, in an hour or two. Uh, Kennedy Airport is going to be 78 today. It's crazy. I don't know if that is a record heat, but I thought I looked up record heats uh, for New York City, and if you go back, daily record, um, we've got a record set on September 2nd, of 1898 of 79 degrees. We've got another record tied that 79 degrees in uh, 1881. And I could bore you with all the the dates, but I mean, there there wasn't an automobile Henry Ford, I don't even think was alive. So how did we get these, how did the earth get so warm back in the 1800s? It's um, glaciers receded also in the 1800s. NASA is looking at the role of 1800s glacial retreat. But then they came back. And now I don't know if they're shrinking or not. All I know is 
to think that the, 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 it's, it's a crime to, to scare Keith and other people that half of the world is going to be dead in 40 years. So I don't know how old you are. If you're 25, you're going to be dead by the time. You're never going to get Social Security. No, you're not going to get it anyway. <laughs> That's another story. If you're 65, you're not going to make your 100th birthday. I'm sorry to tell you. We're all going to be, no, only half of us will be dead. 855-295-6600. I don't understand. Christina in California. Hi, Christina. Welcome. Hi. Uh, hi, Tom. It's nice hi. to talk to you. This was. Uh, this is kind of, it, it goes back and forth. I know fear can sell a lot of people toward an idea. And I know what you're talking about, record heat temperatures in the past. I, I learned that we started this coal and everything when the Industrial Revolution came about. I think it right. was right before the 1900s. Yep. And then Sounds I also right. learned in, and we, I also learned in geology and geography that we have a closed system, meaning all our stratospheres, you know, doesn't release uh, air back and forth. Otherwise, we'd be losing oxygen all the time to the universe outer space so this is kind of a, a touchy subject i mean i don't want to cause fear because i don't think there's fear there's a couple of reasons why this is going to be hard for us it's because when you do something and we talked about this before when you do something and you expect everyone to get on the same page but it requires money and people have different livelihoods and you know that and inflation it's hard to just change from one source to another and i'm glad we're finding out that there are new ways of doing things but we got to do this slowly because people are going to be out of work people aren't going to make money you know it it's stuff like that plus you know i have the faith that people who are become scientists as they um, as time goes by, they learn about new ways to save the earth. So some new technology will come from someone I don't know okay. when. And, and, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that too. But let me ask you something. You talk about yeah. the, the oxygen, the air, and it stays within the atmosphere. Uh, so what do we do about China? What do we do about India? What do we do about Russia? What do we do about all these countries that are paying no attention to what we're uh, we have spent trillions of dollars in on this in in our country over the last few yeah. decades, three decades or so. Have you noticed I that it's, it's has it made one milla centimeter or Celsius of difference? Trillions. So the question. So how does that do it that we're doing it but the others aren't doing it i mean they don't want to i know they 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 don't believe it and and to make matters worse they say that for instance cows uh when they make i don't know if it's manure yes right 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 they 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 give us some gases well china now has decided to get into the cattle industry where they're going to start raising cattle like people do in Texas or what other uh, Midwestern uh, state usually sure. where they have. They need food. They need food for their people. Yes. 
They need milk. They need food. They need. Yes. So, I mean, this is that's why I I go, listen, I, I, I really I just am not a believer, Christina. I, I, the I, earth, I, we will, mankind will adapt to whatever is handed to us. As it gets warmer, will the Iowa farmers uh, go out of business and instead some farmers in Canada will start oh. growing corn? Uh, will uh, Miami, oh. like I said, is putting up barriers to, to keep the water from coming into their city? So it, we but will adapt. It must, we must adapt because at this point, if we were trying to do all this, and that's great if we're trying to reduce gases, uh, greenhouse gases, whatever, but there's another country we have no control over who are going to produce more because apparently they don't have any restrictions. But how, yes, adapting is another thing, but the scare tactics that they're using without saying, okay, well, let's look at the other side. The other countries are doing this too, and we're trying to reduce, but it, we're going to try and to make it livable for people. But the scare tactics is just ridiculous. I feel bad. That's why I say it's almost criminal. Keith is convinced that half the world will be dead in 40 years. I, um, well, I don't know. Maybe if you look at the, uh, uh, I'll be dead in 40 years. From old age, not from not from somebody's lawnmower.